What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 on What About Therapy. I'm your host, Enoch Fossum, and I'm currently going to school to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. So this episode is going to be very special because there is a very special guest, and she's going to talk about what she's been going to school for for the past year. So all that and so much more coming up next on What About Therapy. All right, everyone. So like you heard in the intro, there is a special guest today because this is episode 10. I think every 10 episodes or so, I'm going to do something special and fun. So the special guest for today's episode is, drum roll please, it's Annie, my wife. Hello, everyone. It's nice to be here. I guess. I can't say nice to meet you. Yeah. 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 Because I'm not meeting you. But it's nice for you to hear my voice, I assume. Right? Yep. Right. Um, Enoch has very kindly asked for me to share a little bit about what I have just gone to school for. It's a wonderful modality called the Integrative Processing Technique. And it's a place where or IPT, I guess. Hold on. I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So it's called the Integrative Processing Technique. Short is IPT. And it's where one comes to integrate um, the positive understandings and beliefs about who they are and like the truth about what they have, like emotionally, within themselves, their personal power, There is so much that goes into an IPT session. I also like to call it processing. So if you hear me refer it to it as IPT or processing, it's all the same thing. Um, I kind of go back and forth, I guess. But it's where you get to learn how to trust who you are, trust your abilities, trust every part of you that you may have through experience of life had to suppress or hide or to completely not access because of the way that your parents um, were dealing with their own emotional anxieties and difficulties. So it creates, naturally we create this ugly cycle of having to hide every part of ourselves, not being able to speak our truth to succumb to someone else's emotional baggage and that hard reality is something that you can let go of as you trust that you don't have to in real like in real reality you don't have to come back to this place of I have nowhere to go to or I have to just shut everything down or where other people may over express everything about themselves or share too much um, to try to get validated in life you're coming to that healthy place of realization and um, interdependency where you're not too independent and you're not um, too codependent but you have a healthy balance of of that And it helps you create and understand what your purpose, emotions, and intent and goals in life are as you connect more and resonate with yourself. So a big question is how it works, what goes into it. 
and for me, I would be a facilitator, and we use muscle testing to help gather information about you. So you're sharing, um, like, stuff that you may want to work on, um, or allow for your subconscious to share. So muscle testing, I know that's a big question, like, what is that? Some physical therapists use it. Um, who else have you seen use it? Other, I've seen massage therapists use it. That's kind of it. I've had it done by a physical therapist and by you, and that's about it. Okay. So I'm sure a lot of other people use it, though, in like yeah. other different situations. But And I'm not too familiar with all of those other situations, just what I've been exposed to. So I'd love to hear more about other modalities that you do use muscle testing. Um, but what it is, or the best way that I can explain it is the facilitator is expanding their energetic field through love and intent and through compassion to connect to your energetic field or the recipient's energetic field to help understand and feel what that person is feeling what their body wants to say or connect to and how you can excuse me do that in a respectful way and not pry um what would you say is like your experience of like being muscle tested uh my first time doing it i was in kansas and these people recommended me to go to this physical therapist who apparently trained in like some mountains or like he goes to trainings and stuff every year has thousands and thousands of hours on things like muscle testing and so I went and got muscle tested and it was seriously one of the weirdest things I've ever had happen to me in my life like it was weird if you don't know what it is it's kind of hard to explain so you can always just look up a video like muscle testing but basically your body knows the answers to things and so if you lie like if I say my name's Enoch my or sorry my name's Annie then that's a lie my body would respond and tell like people like Annie the facilitator that it's wrong and usually you you hold out your arm and they push down on it and if the question is a lie like if your answer if if I say my name's Annie then my arm goes weak and as I try to push against her force it, I can't because it's the body's saying no, like that's not true. And if it is a truth, so if I say my name's Enoch, then my arm is strong. And so I had that done in Kansas and he tested me for like different injuries I've had and stuff and he doesn't he didn't know me at all. And so he tested me and he basically told me what all my injuries were and he was right which was unreal. <laughs> it was like a witch doctor moment. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really cool and I definitely believe in it. It's it's awesome. It's not like I don't think it's a placebo at all. Like your body definitely uh as there's this book called Your Body Keeps the Score. Your body really does keep the score and it you know knows truth from from non-truths. Mm-hmm. So, and will let people like Annie the facilitator know. So that's my experience. Yeah. So that's a great way to put it. Um, And then because you can do muscle testing uh, surrogately, meaning like I would muscle test on myself for Enoch if Enoch was in Kansas and I was in Utah. 
um, that would be through that intent of, I can, I believe that I can think that, um, of Enoch, of what he has going on and receive an answer that his body wants to share because he has the intent of working on this and sharing that information with me as well. So it is a trust exercise and it's really cool um, as you like muscle test through the emotion points to feel that within yourself as the individual being processed and as the facilitator facilitating someone. I have felt pain um, in different parts of my body as I've like, hey, are you feeling like a big stomach ache right now? And they're like, yeah, I do. I'm like, all right, like, let's talk about that worry. Let's talk about what's going on. What's the turmoil in your tummy? And working through that. And that's where like the intent of muscle testing ties into the intuition of yourself, of your facilitator, of the process. So there's... Real quick. When when she says, what's going on with your tummy, like things like that, your body stores different emotions and stuff in different parts of your body. And so not necessarily, you know, what did you eat wrong today for lunch? It's just kind of like, what does the stomach hold? Um, It holds shame, worry, guilt, judgment. It's all part of your chakra system, which I'll go into a little bit later. I want to clear up everything about muscle testing or like, general FAQs about muscle testing before we get too deep into what the process is because it's kind of a great little gateway. Yeah, but anyways, your body just stores things, different emotions, different feelings in different parts of your body. And so that's, yeah, that's why she says, what's wrong mm-hmm. with your tummy? Like <laughs> that could be things like Annie said with like shame, guilt, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so muscle testing, like what are you muscle testing? You're muscle testing um, to like start the process. We start um, with muscle testing if you want, uh, if there's a project of something that you want to work on, a project could be that like you don't want to hold all of the anxiety about a certain aspect of life or situation or PTSD, trauma, shame, a, um addictive behaviors and so on there's different things and it's totally up to you um the ball is always in your court you're in control if you don't feel comfortable about something speak up be honest and be true to who you are your facilitator is an advocate for you and your child self that's where you're muscle testing too so say you take this project um i'm going to say well, I guess maybe we, I can just use you. What would you mm-hmm. say would be a project that you could work on? Like an example. Mm. I have no idea. How, I like what, how you manage stress? Uh, yeah, or just being able to like open up and share my feelings, things I like struggling okay. to kind of o- open up sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so because Enoch is 22, I would muscle test. And I'm not going to do this now because I don't want to open up any age and need to start a process there. We're just using this for an example. But I would muscle test from age 22 all the way until his arm or, um, yeah, until his arm went weak. 
And so we do, is it 22 or less? And it stays strong and it says, yes, that's 22 or less. So then I go, okay, is it 20 or less? And you go on until you find an age. So we get to age five and then it goes week at age four. Then that means no, it's not four and yes, it's five. So that's kind of how it's set up in my brain. Um, And (laughs) that is its own little like, quirk you kind of gotta go over and figure out and get over as you go to the school but then we would talk like all right Enoch what was going on in life at age five and then I would give my answer I'm not gonna (laughs) I have no idea yeah um and if you don't have any idea like that's not anything to worry about um just general things where were you living like what were the facts that you have where were you living? What was mom and dad's relationship like? Um, how did you feel about yourself? Were there any siblings born that year? Those are general things that I would ask. And from there, we would muscle test what emotion points are out or we need to work on. There's some stuff that's connected to that emotion point so it can't hold itself in a strong place um, and have that healthy integrity. So then you muscle test through 13 emotion points, which are fear, frustration, overwhelmment, confusion, suppressed anger, self-image, envy, jealousy, resentment, control, need for approval, judgment, guilt, shame, sadness, despair, out of control, and burden. Um, That was a little bit more than 13. That's because some of them are like dashed, like overwhelmment slash confusion. Um, I always muscle test all of them. That's how I was taught, but that's also due to things being connected in different ways, Um, which brings us to the next part. So as you talk about the emotions, okay, so I've been experiencing a lot of confusion um, about why I'm stressed. Then I would say, let's pull all of that confusion out into a shape and a color. The shape and the color is very telling of what that really is for you. Your body has this code. No one has ever told it that it's this code, but it is part of your body's code. And it is the code that's connected to the chakra colors. And that is your energetic field. Um, Mostly everyone knows about auras and different aura colors. In the 70s, indigo children were a big thing and indigo is an aura color so you have your different chakras there's seven main ones if anyone has watched avatar the last and airbender the tv (laughs) show (laughs) we love it there's is it in season three i don't know one Um, of the seasons (laughs) where ang is aligning his chakras he is and it goes through kind of what each chakra is um but you start down at like midway between your knees and your hips so somewhere in there in your uh femur thigh area um and that's called your root base chakra and that color is red and that's where you're connected to yourself relation like your family um mother earth uh personal power so those are like positives of your root base chakra and then the negatives would be that's where your anger is or 
um, originates, uh, hate, frustration, resentment. Those are things that are kind of held there in your, in that part of your chakra. They can all be stored throughout your body because your emotions are so intertwined that they connect in so many different ways. So things can be stored in different places. The next chakra is your orange chakra or, um, oh my goodness, I'm going to forget that name. Your sacral chakra thing. There we go. Um, and that is where relationships are, issues with money, um, accountability, sexuality. A lot of things are held there in that sacred area um, because that is um, where reproductive organs are and where your most intimate um, information is held. I like for yourself and I thought well that's kind of strange when I was first learning about this but then as I've given it some more thought and have felt it within myself like that is very true for me that's where my relationship with my mother has started um that's where your womb is and um where that is your main relationship that's your first one all relationships are going to stem from that one original place, right? So it kind of helps give some, some like, information about what your, like, root of your emotions are or baggage in relationships is. Um, and then the next one is your solar plexus chakra, which we talked about. That one's your yellow chakra judgment guilt shame sadness um a lot of those things are all held right there in your tummy worry is a big one um and on the flip side there's always that positive and the positive would be joy energy trust security warmth self-esteem and like feeling connected to yourself um it's your core so, of course, there's going to be that, like, self-esteem type spot, you know, like, you can hold yourself in a good place because when you're flexing your abs, like, you feel a little bit stronger. So, um, I think that that's really an interesting thing as well. Moving up in the body is your heart chakra. This is represented by green. Um lots of other pink things are connected to the heart as well um and I think that it's really cool how your heart really does lead the way in life most of the time um when you're in a emotional healthy place or you've been willing to let go of some of your baggage or the stuff that holds you back then you can connect more clearly to your heart and understand who you are to yourself I think that that is truly amazing and it's your ability to give and receive love so when you keep that in mind that that's where your heart is as you allow that to open up you'll allow those types of colors like pinks and greens and happy loving colors come into your life 
um, as you heal each part of your body, each part of your chakra. And that is something that I can attest to on a personal experience. I hate the color pink, or so I thought. Um, And really, it was me hating the color pink because I hated myself. And when I finally allowed myself to trust that I can love every part of who I am and every part of myself then I can love the color pink and it's funny because that color is the ability to give and receive love um and so I think that that is really cool which includes yourself and not not just others Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely thank you for throwing that in there the next one is your throat chakra it's blue and I have been able to amplify how I speak about myself I don't know if you've noticed um, that in the last year but I have a hard time speaking positively about myself or trusting that I could do something um, I guess historically I should say is where I have had a hard time with that Um, and now I'm learning to redirect my brain to do something positive, um, with my voice. And there's a lot of connection. There's a lot of speaking your truth, honoring your self-esteem, having freedom of self-expression that's held there. And sometimes it's really suppressed. It's also your throat, um, blue also shows that it's where your sadness is held and, You get a little choked up sometimes if there's something that you want to say that you're not saying. Um, If you notice throughout your life um, or even in your present time, if you're at a work meeting and there's something said that you don't agree with and you like tend to get a little tickle in your throat and you cough, that's probably because there's something said that you want to talk about or you want to say something about and you want to like speak your truth about so I think that that is interesting your body is very telling of what you're experiencing emotionally and if you're a a reader I would strongly suggest the book your body um or wow (laughs) not your body can talk it's um Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Wow, that took me a minute. Um, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die is a book where you can go through whatever, like, physical sickness, ailment, illness, um, unhealth, I guess that might be a better word, to, or, like, things that come up, bloody noses, um, earaches, eye aches what all of those mean and why you're being why it's being held there I had (laughs) I had a friend who was like who received some pretty tough news about one of her sons and like the next day she had really bad diarrhea and she was like why am I feeling like why, why is this happening and I was like well let me see and so I pulled open that book and it's like well there's like not willingness to accept the change at hand or the challenge at hand and it's like oh yeah 
well, that's <laughs> that totally fits. And so it's it can be whatever you want it to be. You can be as um, skeptical as you want. But it is something that I believe in, and I'm not saying that you have to, but it is interesting what does come up and what does match. Um, So those are things that are all connected to your chakras. I guess we have two more chakras to go through, and then we'll be done with that. And then I'll talk about the belief systems, shapes, and colors of the process, why we pulled those out. I know we did touch on shapes and colors. Um... The third eye chakra is your indigo chakra, and that's your um, connected connection to others around you um, as far as intent and and that intuition. Um, Also, psyche, psychic abilities, that's kind of where that's housed. So you can channel that and work on it more if that's something that you want to. The next one is your crown chakra, and that's your connection to the universe, the higher power, your higher power, God, Mother Mary, whoever it is to you, that is where you're getting that divine um, connection, spirituality, ability to connect to something bigger than yourself, and I, I love that. I love that. A visual of keeping those two chakras as open as you can um, to receiving the good stuff that comes from something divine. And that's just who I am. It might um, be more interesting for other people to have different chakras open. And that is totally okay. There's no harm, no foul, no shame. It's all good. So that's like... The general of what comes up with muscle testing, um, a little bit about shapes and colors, and why shapes and colors come into play with the chakras in different parts of your body. The next thing that's really vital and important to work through, um, at least one of, in a process is a game. A game is also known as a belief system. These are generally I am statements that are in the negative. I am a burden, I'm not good enough, I'm less than, I hate myself. Things that are really hard but have been reinforced in some way. They're based on a coping mechanism to like salvage or protect some part of yourself. And I love, if you ever want like a short, like talk I guess to listen to lecture um there's one on YouTube by a man called Hiram W. Smith and I believe it's titled self-image um we can probably put a a link somewhere when we start talking about it we'll put a link in the show notes to it for you (laughs) there we go Mm. um thank you show notes um so that's generally what a game is there's four parts to a game there's the belief I'm not good enough. There's the action. So what did you do to act on this belief? Because you believed you're not good enough, you did what? Well, I shut myself in my room. I um, stress ate. I stress worked out. I um, 
held like I became silent and suppressed who I was there's so many different things that can come up and then real quick for for my listeners you all know in my past episodes cognitive distortions these the games are kind of in a way the equivalent to cognitive distortions just in the IPT world so yeah that thank you I actually was have a note to talk to you about that boom I knew that point that out so I knew that um we're just in sync um but yeah that is what like a cognitive distortion um so then you talk about like the payoff why was it good what did I protect myself from because I acted on this belief and that could be well I got attention or I kept the peace or this or that you know and then the next part is what did it cost you and what I often like to say is what was it that you really wanted that you couldn't have because you were living in this belief you were stuck here and when you think of well what did I miss out on 90% of the time, it's what you really wanted. I missed out on knowing who I am, connecting to my voice. I missed out on knowing that I am good enough for my family because I kept telling myself that I wasn't. Um, Or even yourself. You're missing out on that beautiful, authentic relationship with yourself, which I feel like we all too often become... A victim of because we're busy being a victim of something else in life and being codependent and needing others to rescue us or needing to rescue others to feel validated but when you're when you choose to let go of having to receive validation from someone else in life to completely validate yourself for every part of your authentic self that's when you truly gain power and it is beautiful um so that's the gift or that's the belief system and you generally um pull out lots of shapes and colors that are around the belief system i tend to work with the emotion point when i can see that the there's a belief system connected to that emotion point then we'll work through the belief system and I'll ask you to pull out another shape and a color for that at the end. So then we really clear as much of that at the core as we can. Because that's where that change is going to domino effect to every other age in your life. And I think that that in itself is very profound. That your body allows that domino effect to come about in life. After you've completed that, after all of the emotion points hold strong... Then you move into um, the last half of the process, which is called the clearing. And the clearing is in itself something that is so profound and so powerful. And you can do it every day before you go to bed or in the morning when you wake up. If something triggers you and you're just angry, you can just do a clearing. And that would be this, you would say. I clear the negative energies, family patterns, and traditions of 
blank and you make statements. Shame, judgment, guilt, hate, um, the way other people treat me or like I clear feeling like a victim. I clear belittling myself. I clear um, the need to hide who I am to let other people feel validated or I clear um, taking accountability for stuff that's not mine. Um, I clear not letting others take accountability for their stuff. You can do opposites and similarities and anything that could possibly or potentially be a trigger. I had a really bad nightmare once and I didn't want to process out everything especially because it was a weird time of day and I like woke up was so angry so triggered and I drove to work and I had a 20 minute drive so the whole way I just said I clear this and I would clear I would clear judgment and betrayal and shame and um lack of trust I'd clear lack of communication up until that didn't trigger anything inside of me anymore so I'm like yell screaming these words (laughs) as I'm at a red light or something um to like stop feeling triggered and you can even do it silently too like you don't have to be in your car that dramatic but it felt that way to me I I probably really was only saying stuff underneath my breath but because of what it was triggering inside of me, it was like my eyes glossed over and I was just red and angry. But the point is I moved through it. I allowed myself to change. I allowed myself to not be triggered by that anymore. Which when you're cleared, when you're ready to move into the positive, you say, um, and I cast all of this to the sun to be repolarized into positive energy and I replace it with, replace it with everything that you could ever want. Joy, security, trust, connection, healthy vulnerability, healthy relationships, the ability to see boundaries in relationships, to trust, to have greater independence, to express myself. Um, all of those positives that you could want and do it until until you can't anymore right like we want those good things in our lives um and you can also do blanket statements sometimes during intense processes I will say I like and I clear any of the negative stuff that has happened in this process that we didn't talk about and I replace it with any of the positive stuff that we didn't cover in this clearing um And so once you cast all of that to the sun, you get to invite in your higher power. Um, Whoever that is for you, there's no judgment, no shame. It can be the universe. It could be whoever. Um, It could be a flower with a cowboy hat. Anything. That is where you're safe, you're secure. That is where you feel validated. That person, thing, place that connects you and there you receive a gift this gift is something that's positive and will always remind you of the beautiful work that you were able to accomplish in your process um 
for some people it's glowing orbs of light that are gold or silver for others it's a giant horse or for me sometimes I think my first process my gift was a daisy and that was because I knew that I could grow tall and be beautiful and feel the sunshine and share some joy with people in my life it didn't have to be everyone in the whole world but for my little two-year-old that was what my two-year-old needed and I think that that's really beautiful after you receive your gift you go into a role play where you invite in the people who were a part of your process in their white light so their higher self their understanding and they get to take accountability for the stuff that they've done So I'm not throwing my mom under the bus, but what it is generally for me is my mom or my dad saying, honey, I am so sorry for all of the pain that I caused, for not understanding that when you were home alone or when I didn't come and sit by you and read a book with you that you felt like I couldn't connect to you or that you couldn't connect to me or that I didn't want you. And for in a way validating those irrational beliefs in yourself but really what I think about you is and they tell me something positive I think you're amazing I think you're strong and independent and healthy and you're there for people and really what the truth about you is is that you are loved you are a bright light you are connected and You are true and trustworthy and a true friend. And it would be whatever you at the age that you're working on needs to hear. And you get to say it in their words to your younger self. And I think that there is so much power in that ability to reparent, to validate, to connect to every part of yourself. So I think that that is... is, the profound part of the process is that coming to resolution. The next little step that you do is you talk to yourself. You hear what you really think about yourself from your two-year-old to your present-day self, to your 22-year-old, or what advice your 22-year-old has for your two-year-old and the truth about each of those individuals. And then you come together holding tight to your gift allowing that to come into your heart and you connect, you reintegrate with yourself, you reintegrate all of these truths that you were able to work on and you bring that peace to your mind that you are all of the truths that you learned about today about yourself and that you can move through something negative or hard and that you don't have to keep that negativity with you and so I think that that is very beautiful and then after you're fully integrated and aged up and like integrating from age two and becoming one with yourself again then generally you can do affirmations I always tend to write them down 
and give them to you. You can recite them. You can write them down. Um, I won't always make you do them in front of me. <laughs> I know that that can be awkward, and I tend to not really like that myself when I'm being facilitated. But there is so much power in affirmations that I don't want them to go unnoticed. Uh, I have a little affirmation app on my phone, and I read um, what it says is it changes throughout the day if I happen to be right there. And a lot of the times it's, wow, I really needed that reminder that I am a bright light, or I am funny, or I can connect to every part of myself. And it's really cool to manifest that in your heart and in your mind and to say that you can because you truly, truly can. And that is what an IPT session rundown is. Um, We're always looking for questions and comments and concerns. I did ask my followers on Instagram and um, Facebook if they had any questions and I think I probably did myself wrong by like asking them that because they probably didn't know anything to ask they didn't know enough about it to even ask a question but know that your dms um are always welcome to either of us what's your instagram tag uh annie fossum with three s's so a-n-n-i-e fossum f-o-s-s-s-u-m um that's my main page but i do have a processing page it's not necessarily about processing um like details of people's processes more or less and it's it is a work in progress just because life um but it's called becoming with annie that's the instagram handle becoming with annie and if you follow i hope to get more content on there you can book a session with me through there um i offer little things um an ipt session um a clearing uh let's see a chakra alignment and a 10 point priority so we'll probably go through that maybe a different day i don't know if enoch Mm -hmm. has the plans for that but we'll see and yeah please let us know if you have any questions or anything but i want to thank you for your time for listening to this all the way through I hope that you were able to learn something um, and to feel something to connect to a different part of yourself today and that's that's me that's my passion this is something that I absolutely love and I have truly come to love myself which for 22 years that was not something that I did and it's cool to really love who you are yeah, I think it's been really cool as I've been able to kind of go through the school secondhand in a way with Annie. It's been cool to see her change, and it's also been really cool to hear the stories of other people, like other people that are going through the school, like some of her friends and just people that she's meeting or that she is processing. And it's been really cool to see how processing or IPT is able to help them. So it can help a lot of people. You know, it's a modality, it's a tool. And it's really cool the more you learn about it. And so I hope this episode was more enlightening to you about IPT, about processing, 
And again, if you do have any questions, you can shoot me a uh, message on Instagram or Facebook. And then you can also book with Annie if you want to learn more about it. And then, yeah, we can even we can just go from there. So thank you all so much for listening. If you got this far, you peeps are the real OGs. True. And we love you all very much. And we will see you, talk to you, all that good stuff in the future. See ya. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. That's how I'll be able to reach and help as many people as I can. If you know of anyone that could possibly benefit from this episode or any other one of my episodes, please share it with them. You can also subscribe or follow to be notified when my future episodes come out. So thank you all so much for your support, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.